0: The key here is got to know why you want something. That's the number seven of June in numerology, the deeper reason behind why we do what we do, to be able to then move into the number eight of July, which is about true aligned abundance. From Nat's Numbers, I'm Nat, and this is the Numerology Chick Podcast. Decode the superpowers in your chart and in the people around you to create magic, synchronicity, and empowerment in your life. Welcome back. So here we are at episode number eight, and we are halfway through the month of June 2017. I have a very important numerology message or inspiration for all of us, myself included. In this podcast today, I'm going to be sharing how you can open the floodgates of abundance a little bit early this year, if you've been waiting for something to break through, if you're waiting for a manifestation to happen, this is going to be really useful for you. And also I'm going to be sharing how you can bypass a huge pitfall, a huge mistake that has set me and my friends massively off course when it comes to manifesting what we really want. And I'm also going to throw in a number that's in your numerology chart that can help you realize your unique manifestation capabilities. This is really good stuff. Stay tuned because I'm giving away lots of top of the line numerology magic here. I'm gonna start with a personal story that just happened this past week. So a while back, this cute little thing approached me at the gym. I recognized her because she was there every morning at 5.30 a.m. just like me. She was this cute, tiny, five foot one, sparkly, peppy, energizer bunny of a woman, super lean, super toned. We started up a conversation about fitness and man, we just hit it off. We started lifting together once a week on gluten hamstring day super exciting. And then every morning before our other workouts, we would chat and we would check in. It was awesome. I started, I started having like visions of us hiking together on weekends and going wine tasting on cheat days, talking about the meaning of life as we make our meals for the coming week. That's the number nine idealist in my name number, by the way. But then I found that oddly enough, for the gym freak that I am, I didn't really want to go to the gym in the morning anymore. I was avoiding it. I wasn't motivated. And I started feeling really guilty about it. I wasn't conscious of the reason behind this at first. I thought maybe I was just one of those people that wants to work out alone. Maybe I'm actually a workout introvert. I have to process my stuff instead of socialize as I'm running on the treadmill or squatting some weight. But when I thought about it some more, I realized every time we would interact, she would get down on herself. She would point out the parts of her body that she wasn't satisfied with, how her body fat percentage went up or her muscle mass went down. She would get visibly upset and angry after her weigh-ins on Friday, and she would criticize herself and be so frustrated that she wasn't reaching her chosen numbers. We've all been there, but what I observed next was the real epiphany around manifestation. I responded to these insecurities that she had by pointing out what was obvious to me. This girl is a rock star, awesome. And I would say to her, listen, all the guys in the gym, like position themselves on equipment behind you. When you get to the squat rack, they're admiring your figure. And she would respond, no, they don't. Or I would say something like, you're so healthy, you're so full of energy that you can do two exercises, two exercise sessions in one day and be totally fine. And she would say, yeah, but my body fat percentage is going up. What's that about? (laughs) I said, girl, you are like the top one percentile of fit women in the U.S., And she'd say, that's not good enough for bathing suit season. Now, she would blush. She would gently smile when I gave her these affirmations. I could tell that she was in need of the validation, but soon after she would drop into that same obsessive dialogue of reaching her ultimate destination, that ultimate manifestation of a number on the scale or a certain muscle mass percentage. And it was exhausting. She had a hunger that was insatiable. Why? Because... When you're ignoring the real reason behind your desire, no matter how hard you work, no matter how hard you try, that thrilling moment of getting what you want, of aligned manifestation, is never realized. Now, the reason that I know this is because it's familiar. <laughs> Just like my friend, I have continually confronted the pursuit of what doesn't matter because I think it will get me to what matters. One of the things I've learned in my life is I dabble in obsession when I don't know how to confront what really matters to me, what my soul is actually yearning for beneath the surface. In your numerology chart, there's a number that reveals this deepest yearning of why you might actually really be doing what you're doing. And when you aren't aware of this number, when you're not validating this part of your nature, obsession happens, right? It's, it's when we aren't targeting what we actually want. And so nothing satisfies us. And man, it becomes damn hard to be a master manifester in our lives because that mojo of like ooey gooey inspiration of what we really want is constantly bypassed. So I was married for 13 years. I learned so much from that relationship and from its ending. When I first got married, I was 19 years old. And because I was starry-eyed, naive, youthful, I didn't know enough about myself to be a good wife and to create an ideal marriage. I didn't know what my heart's desire number was. I didn't know what my deep motivation was. So instead... Like most of us, I took some wild guesses at what goals I needed to reach to be able to be happy. So I spent probably the first half of my twenties and the first half of my marriage to my ex-husband obsessing about stuff that actually didn't matter. I obsessed about my body. I was trying to get the perfect body. So I would wake up at 4 a.m. to do interval training. I would do two hour a day workouts. I would do push-ups and pull-ups in the storage room where I worked, constantly dieting, cleansing, detoxing. Why? Why did I do all of this? Well, at the time I didn't really know. I thought maybe because I'm like highly motivated and disciplined (laughs) because I'm a health freak. It's actually really funny to look back on it because it took up so much time, you guys. It took up nearly all of my thoughts and all of my energy. And I never actually asked myself why I was doing it. Like, what was the real reason behind setting that goal? And as my dear friend Leela says, who's an amazing coach, she says, yeah, but like, what's really going on? What's really behind that? <laughs> Well, in retrospect, what I really wanted was connection, touch, affection, companionship. My heart's desire number in numerology is the number two. It's connection, touch, affection, companionship. So instead of bringing that authentic desire into the space... Instead of becoming aware of why I was doing what I was doing, I focused all of my creative time, my intellect, on fitness. And you might be thinking, hey, it's not a bad pursuit, right? But you have to really start to think about what shooting for the wrong goal, the goal without that deeper meaning, can do to your life. Instead of confronting the fact that he wouldn't hold my hand, I ran as hard as I could through the woods at night. Instead of looking him in the eyes to see what was there, I tried to find the perfect outfit to get him to look at me. Instead of asking myself, how can I be a good partner? I asked myself, how can I lose weight? all because I thought that by focusing on those goals, I would get the real unspoken desire that I wanted. Listen, guys, you cannot manifest your most delicious desires if you don't even know why you really want them. No matter what physical feat I achieved, and I achieved a lot, my hunger was never filled. I was starving I was insatiable, and I didn't get my soul's desire. I didn't get that connection. I didn't get that affection that I deeply needed because I didn't become aware of it. I didn't allow it to come into the space, and so I never got to manifest it. I can venture to guess that my freaking beautiful gym friend has a heart's desire or soul's hunger, too, that isn't being fed. One of the symptoms of not adhering to your soul's true needs is feeling that poverty of obsession. Focusing on something anxiously that just can't be remedied by other people. So... The key here is you got to know why you want something. That's the number seven of June in numerology, the deeper reason behind why we do what we do to be able to then move into the number eight of July, which is about true aligned abundance, the acquisition of what it is that you really want. As we transition from the 7th of June to the 8th of July, I want you to become aware of why you want what you want. What's it really about? Why does it really matter to you? And if you need help with this, find out what your heart's desire number is in your numerology chart. This can be life transforming, where a desire that maybe you've been repressing, trying to hide in the the closet, it finally gets revealed. And when you reveal your heart's desire, you also reveal your ability to make magic and manifestation happen in a more natural and ever flowing way. So if you want to calculate your heart's desire number on your own, I did an episode in the numerology chick podcast. It was number two. I'll put a link in the show notes where there are instructions and details of how to calculate it, or you can schedule a session with me one-on-one. At NatsNumbers.com. The link is in the show notes to find out what your heart's desire number is and how from my now decade of researching and interviewing other people with that number in their chart, how you can activate it to finally access the ooey gooey thrill of what it is that you really want. Because here's the thing, I don't want you to go through what I went through I don't want abundance and bounty of love, freedom, stability, health to pass you by. You can be showered with gold coins, with like (laughs) offerings of poetry that swell you into a confident radiance if you were to receive it. You could be given a map that details your beauty's unique topography, and if you don't know that that is what you're really looking for, you will let the bounty of the number eight pass you by. If you liked this podcast, if you want more appearing in your feed when you need this inspiration the most, make sure to subscribe and rate The Numerology Chick on iTunes and Google Play. It helps a ton. And let me know what topics or questions you might like to have in future episodes. I can't wait to talk with you guys next week. Big hugs to all of you. Bye.